0: Okay, we are on Lam Kimel Amun Beis 33b. We're at the last, second to last, really third to last colon on the page. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight lines down from the bottom. And uh, we're now going to throw in a random thought that is a teaching of Rabbi Chanina, because we just finished off with the teaching of Rabbi Hanina. The Omar Rabbi Chanina and Rabbi Hanina says, Hakobide Shemaim Chutzmira Shemaim. Everything is in the hand of heaven except for. The fear of heaven. Shinemar, as the verse says, and now, O Israel, Ma Hashem what does God ask you? Your God asks you, Sho'el miimach. what does he ask from you? Ki'im all he asks is for you to fear God. Um, so we see that everything else is in the hand of God. It, the only thing that's in our hands is to develop a fear of God. Now, now, are you going to tell me then that fearing heaven is a minor thing? That it says all God asks you to do is fear heaven, making it seem minor and trivial? That it cannot be. All God has in God's treasure house is... is a is a storage of fear of heaven meaning that is what god chooses to keep is fear of heaven so obviously it's a very big deal shenema as the verse says Yaras Hashem he owed that the fear of heaven is god's uh store is what is god's treasure house or what god stores um so how could you say that it why but the verse makes it seem seems to imply that fear of heaven is a small thing so he answers follows in yes legabe moshe for moshe for Moses, who was the who spoke that verse that all God asks of you is to fear God, It really is a small thing. God for Moshe fearing heaven is a is a minor thing. Rabbi as Rabbi says, It's like the parable would be that you ask somebody that has this very large. Utensil and he has it. Doma lov kikli For him, it's like a small utensil. It's a, not a big deal. Katan ve'elo. But if you ask somebody for a small utensil and they don't have that small utensil, Doma love kikli then that small utensil to them is a really big utensil. It becomes a very big deal. So that's basically what we're saying when it comes to the fear of heaven for Moshe versus for the Jewish people. Now we're going to go back to analyzing the Mishnah. We said modim, so modim, meshaskin We said that if you say thank you. Thank you. Twice. The the person leading services, we should silence him. Um, because it makes it sound like he's saying thank you to two different deities, not just God. Amr Bzerbzera says, omer shema shema. Somebody says here, here. Meaning in the Shema prayer, Hero Israel, the Lord is God of the is one, you're saying Shema twice. You say the word here twice. Ka omer modem modem it's as if it's no different than saying thank you, thank you. And we should quiet him. We should silence him, may Svei, but we ask on that. Hakorea Shma love, you read the shma, and then you say it again. Harezim Maguna. It's disgraceful to do that. But the inference is, Maguna hu dahave, it's disgraceful to do that. Shasuke le. But the inference is, is that we do not quiet that person. So what exactly um, what exactly um, so that would seem to contradict what Rebzera said that saying Shema Shema is like saying thank you, thank you. So we answer low kasha, it's not a question. Had amar milsa milsa One case is where you say each of the words of Shema you say twice. So you say Shema, Shema, Yisrael, Yisrael. So you repeat each word. And that's where we say that it's disgraceful. The Had Amar Psuka Psuko, and where we say that you should actually silence the person, that's when you say each verse of Shema twice. Vitanila, meaning you say a verse a verse and then you repeat it. Um, that's where we silence them because then the idea is is that you're um, basically saying the verse once for one deity and another time for another deity and that's where we silence you. Um, now Amar Layraf Papa la abaye. So now Papa asked from abaye. When we talk about saying a word twice that it's disgraceful, why is it disgraceful? Maybe what happened was is when you first said the word, you didn't have the proper focus, and then you repeated it because you wanted to say it with the proper intention. Why is that a problem? So Amarle, so Abaye answered. Now we're turning to Lamidala of 34a. Amarle, Khavrusa klape shemaya miika. Is there friendship when it comes to God? In other words. Repeating a word because you didn't have concentration the first time is a problem in of itself because that means that you're not treating Prayer, and therefore you're not treating God with the proper uh, seriousness um, If a person does not concentrate in the first place You strike him with a hammer at the until he will concentrate. It's inappropriate to say a word twice because you did not concentrate the first time all right now we are going to go to the mishnah start the mishnah third line on 34a um so somebody says may the good people may the good ones bless you um that is heresy because everybody blessed should be blessing god not just the good ones all right now um somebody was leading services and he made a mistake and he actually forgot one of the blessed, to say one of the blessings of the Amida, and now he can't go back. So what do you do? So we say, somebody else should take over from him. And you should not refuse at that moment. Meaning once the one chazan is being removed and you are asked to take over, you should not hesitate for a second. Now once you do get up there, where should you start from if the person made a mistake? So we say, You start from the beginning of the blessing that this person made a mistake in. In other words, the beginning of the blessing that this person skipped by mistake. That's where you start from. Okay? If somebody is leading services, You should not say Amen after the priests, after the Kohanim. So we know that on a holiday, the priests come up and say their priestly blessing. And it's three lines of blessing. And after each line, the congregation says amen. So the, 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 the Kohen says, may the Lord guard you and protect you. I'm sorry, may the Lord bless you and protect you. Then the congregation says amen. So what we're saying is, is that the prayer leader should not say amen to the blessing. Why? Because of the confusion. If you say amen, you may lose your place in davening, right? The, on, the only way to make sure that you're going to keep your place in the prayer service is by not adding any extra words. And amen would be an extra word. And if the prayer leader is the only kohen, so then theoretically what he should do is say the priestly blessing. We say lo Yisa kapov. He should not... He should not go ahead and even if he's the only coin, he should not um do the priestly blessing because again we're worried that he'll become all confused and will not know where to continue and how to continue in the prayer service but if he's very confident that he can go and do the priestly blessing and go right back to the proper place in the prayer service then um then um he could go ahead and do the priestly blessing I'm sorry if he is confident that he could do the priestly blessing Lasso and go back to the right part in the prayer service Rashai then he is allowed to do so okay now we are at the Gemara um about 10 or something lines down from the top Tanurabanon, the rabbi's tatva of somebody that leads the prayer service Sarareev at first when asked to lead the prayer service you should, Refuse and if you don't refuse you're like a cooked dish that has no salt in it. The imis yoser die and if you refuse too much meaning after you're asked multiple times you still say no then toma then you're like a cooked dish that has too much salt. So so what should you do? the first time you are asked you should refuse. Shnea Mahavhev, the second time you should start to slowly get up. Shlishish, the third time you're asked, You should straighten out your legs and go down and do the prayer service, and lead the prayer service. So um, that's how you should do it. Tan Rabbanah, the rabbis taught. There are three things that... Too much of it is not good, but um, a little bit is very good. And what are they? And these are them. Soor, which is yeast, melach, salt, visarvanos, and refusing. All right. Um, now we're going to go back to what we said in the Mishnah about how the second prayer leader will go back to the blessing that the first one missed. Amar Ravon says, "Ta'ab b'shalosh If you made a mistake and you missed one of the first three blessings of Shmona Esrei, then you actually have to go back to the beginning of the Amidah. If you missed one of the middle blessings of the Shemona Esrei, and you go back to the first of the middle blessings, which is the blessing where we ask God for wisdom. And if you missed one of the last, the, one of the last blessings of Shemona Esrei, then you go back to the blessing about the about the service in the temple and you start from there of says the middle blessings don't have an order and therefore if you missed one of the middle blessings you don't go all the way back to the first of the middle blessings rather what you do is you just um you just put in the middle blessing that you missed wherever you are as long as you're still in the middle of the middle blessings and you just continue as is even though that will mean the blessings will be out of order Master Rav Sheishis, Rav Sheishis asked on Rav Huna, hu Take a look at our Mishnah. We said, um, from where does the second prayer leader start when the first one was removed because he uh, when he omitted a bracha? So we answer. so the Mishnah said, ha-bracha You start from the beginning of the blessing that this person missed. Rav Huna. Now seemingly this Mishnah is a refutation of Rav Huna. Because Rav Huna had said that you go all the way... If you miss one of the middle blessings, you go back to the first middle blessing. And our Mishnah seems to say you don't have to go back to the first middle blessing. You just go back to the blessing that you missed. So we seem to have that our Mishnah is a contradiction to Rav Huna. So Rav Huna will tell you... All of the middle blessings are considered one blessing. So when the Mishnah says you go back to the blessing that you missed or the beginning of that blessing... What it really means is you go back to the beginning of the middle blessings, the first of the middle blessings, and that's what you should do. Okay? On adam Yudah, says, A person should not ask for his needs in the first three blessings of the Amidah, and not in the last three blessings of the Amidah, rather, he should only ask for his needs in the middle blessings of the Amidah. Because Rabbi Yudah said, Rishonos doma leevich shemesader shavach lifnei rabo. The first three blessings are like a servant who is praising his master before asking for needs. You praise your you first praise your master. MCOs, the middle blessings doma leevich prasmi rabo is like a servant that is asking for something from his master. And Achronos in the last three blessings, Domola Ebved is similar to a servant, Shakib Prasmirabo, who received his something from his master and now has to say thank you, and then leaves his master's presence. Ton Rabbanu, the Rabbi's Tat, there was a time, there was a case with one student, that he went before the Ark, in other words, he went to lead the service before Rabbi in front of Rabbi Eliezer, and he... Was uh, he lengthened? He went. He took a long time to lead the service to do the prayer. Amar um, and his Rabbi Eliezer's student said to Rabbi Eliezer, "Rabbeinu, our Rabbi, Kama Arkan Huse. this guy is really, uh, really uh, lengthening it too much." Amar lahem. Rabbi Eliezer said back to them, "Klum is he making it any longer? Is he making the prayer service any longer than Moshe? Don't complain. because because we say about Moshe." that he prayed before God for 40 days and 40 nights there's another story with a student that he went to lead the service in front of Rabbi Eliezer and this time the student went very quickly he made, he made the prayer uh, service very short um, and the student said to Rabbi said, this person is um, a shortener he makes things very short Amr lehem and Rabbi said to him, Did he make his prayer service any more short than shorter than Moshe Rabbeinu? Shorter than Moshe? Because we know that Moshe said when trying to pray for his sister Miriam, Please Hashem, please heal her, and that was a very short prayer service, so don't complain. Um, Okay, Amar um, B'Yankif, Amar B'Chistah, Yaakov says in the name of Christa, um going to speak on this Moshe praying for Miriam. Kol Mavakish, Rachemim you're asking for mercy on your friend, In Sarech you don't have to mention your friend's name. Shenemar, as we see by Moshe, when he was praying about Miriam, he didn't say Miriam's name. Rather, all he said was, Kelna, please Hashem, Rifa La, please heal her below come to Miriam he did not mention the name of Miriam okay these are the blessings during which you shall bow during the Amida the, the first blessing the one about our, our patriarchs Vasov, you should bless at the beginning you should bow at the beginning of the blessing and at the end of the blessing which we do Ba at the Thanksgiving blessing Vasov, you do bow at the beginning the and at the end the blessing, which we do and if someone wants to come and bow at the beginning of every blessing and at the end of every blessing, we teach them that they should not be bowing so much during these blessings. We should not, they should not be bowing in those scenarios. Rabbi Shimon Ben said in the name Levi, who said in the name of Bar a ordinary person, should do like we said only bow at those specific times but But a, the high priest he should, ble, should bow at the end of every blessing of Shemona Vahamelech and the king he should bow at the beginning of every blessing of Shemona and at the end of every blessing of Shemona Um probably the idea is because the king and the high priest have these very um, very lofty positions, they need to humble themselves more in front of God. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Tzach Bar Nachmeni Bar says was explained to me in the name of Rabbi Levi. something that's an ordinary person um, does like we said which means you bow um, where we said. Kohen Gadol, a high priest bows at the beginning of each blessing hamelech and whereas the king kevin shikara once he is bowed does not straighten up until he completely finished the entire Amidah. and as the verse says it says when shlomo was done praying he got up from before the altar of god from kneeling on his knees so we say that shlomo when he would pray king solomon when he prayed he would stay on his He would bow the entire time and only at the end of the prayer service would he get up. So that's just another opinion as to when the king should be bowing during the prayer service.